You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. and think there must be more than this to life are you looking for more joy freedom and purpose in your life this is living a courageous authentic life with your host jennifer monahan many of us may be focused on getting ahead and achieving our goals but we may soon realize that something is missing jennifer was there and now she's here to help you reclaim your personal power find joy and realize your full potential now, please welcome the host of Living a Courageously Authentic Life, Jennifer Monahan. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. Today, we're going to be talking about forgiveness. And forgiveness is one of those things that can be really difficult for people. There are a lot of people out there who see forgiveness as a sign of weakness, as if somehow they're giving away their power or saying that whatever the incident was that occurred, that it's okay when we forgive. Um, and so therefore they steer away of forgiving. I actually see forgiveness as something different. I believe that forgiveness is the greatest gift you can give yourself and that it is uh, completely and totally empowering and not disempowering. So what is forgiveness? Uh, at its most basic level, forgiveness is letting go of a grudge or a hurt and really releasing any desire you may have for revenge um, or negative thoughts against the person who has hurt you in some way, shape, or form. When we choose to not forgive someone, we choose to keep connected to that situation that hurt us and often end up reliving and feeding the hurt and the pain and the anger of the situation that caused the, the feelings in the first place. And we'll do this over and over again in our mind and we'll feel the emotions in our body. Basically, in effect, when we choose to continue a hurt that whether it's started by somebody else or something that we've done to ourselves, we choose to continually hurt ourselves. And this can lead to all types of disease, such as depression or illness. Our mind doesn't know the difference between an event that is actually happening right now uh, that we're experiencing or one that is a memory. So when we relive a situation that caused us pain, our physical, mental, and emotional bodies respond as if it were actually happening at the moment. And if, if you're having trouble wrapping your arms around that concept, think about um, how many times when you've retold a story of something that happened to you, whether that story was one that brings up emotions of anger or of joy or of sadness, whatever the, 
the story brings up with you, even in the retelling and the remembering of that story or that situation in your past, you find yourself feeling the emotions again. The same is true when we relive a situation that we haven't forgiven and haven't released. We feel those same emotions again and again in our body and in our mental, emotional and spiritual bodies as well. What's interesting, and one thing that I've found is that sometimes the person who, you know, did the hurting doesn't even realize that they've done it or they forgot about it. And the only thing keeping the pain of a situation alive is the person who feels that they were hurt because they haven't forgiven. Forgiveness doesn't require that the other person say that they're sorry or doesn't require that the other person change their behavior or even be part of the process of forgiveness. Forgiveness is something that we do for ourselves. This is why it's a gift and this is why it is so empowering. It's something that we consciously choose to do for ourselves so that we can move forward, feel whole and feel complete and healed and move past the situation or the wound that we've experienced. When we forgive, We release the bond and the connection we have with the pain and the hurt. We release the emotions related to the event. We release the hold that the other person has on us. And so if that pain was caused by another person, we release that hold and then move past the situation. And all of these steps lead to healing of the situation. This same process is true when we forgive ourselves and, uh, you know, Sometimes forgiving ourselves is even more difficult than forgiving someone else because we hold ourselves to such high standards. Uh, We're really good at beating ourselves up for something we've done to ourselves or to another person. And sometimes that thing that we're berating ourselves for is, is absolutely nothing. I can't tell you how many times I have agonized over a comment I've made to another person. And I worry that somehow this comment that I made, whether it was made innocently or at worst unconsciously, I worry that that comment hurt them. And I would replay the incident in my mind over and over again, reliving the hurt uh, and feel horrible each time about what I had said. And usually I'll get to the point where I would say, okay, I need to call that person and apologize. And I'll reach out and say, gee, you know, when we were talking the other day, I said this, and I hope you didn't take it the wrong way, and I'm really sorry if I hurt your feelings with that comment. And most of the times they'll say, what are you talking about? I didn't take it that way. Or or they may say something like, I don't even remember this conversation. And I discover that I've wasted a whole lot of time and energy beating myself up and causing pain to myself and feeling bad about myself over something that wasn't an issue at all. So today we are going to talk about forgiveness and what it is, why it's important, and how to do it. So why is it important? Why is forgiveness important? Well, there are many, many reasons. Forgiveness helps us at all levels, whether it's the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual level. Uh, The Mayo Clinic reported that holding on to painful memories and bitterness results in long-term health problems. They've done a study on this and they've shown the impact of not forgiving and and how an unforgiving nature can hurt our well-being, our physical well-being. And then they took a look and they said, okay, when somebody does forgive, what does 
what does that do? What type of benefits does it provide for, for the individual? And this is a list of all the things that they, they came up with. First, they said it reduces stress. Uh, because you're no longer thinking about and mentally relieving, reliving the experience, um, you're reducing your stress. You're, you're releasing that painful memory. Forgiveness also reduces your hostility levels and provides for better anger management skills. It decreases your anxiety. It lowers your blood pressure. Again, with lower anxiety, lower stress, and reduced hostility, your blood pressure naturally goes down. When we forgive, they found, we have a stronger immune system. And our heart rate lowers to a much calmer rate. So it's not racing. It's, it's at a very calm rate that is more healthy for our heart. When we forgive, we have a decreased risk of alcohol or substance abuse. Uh, many times people will start abusing substances, alcohol and drugs, because of pain and wanting to numb the pain and get past the pain somehow or at least have their life be pain-free. Uh, so they're using those substances as something to cover up the pain that they're feeling. When you forgive, you're releasing the pain and therefore de decreasing your risk of having a problem with drugs or alcohol. When people, uh, when people forgive, they have fewer symptoms of depression. There's a reduction in chronic pain. Um, and I'm going to continue this list in a minute after we take a break. Uh, when we come back, we will talk more about the benefits of forgiveness and then look more into how you can forgive. So stay tuned. Dr. Rob Moyer is the director of the Ocean River Institute, and he is passionate about saving the ocean by helping dolphins suffering from nitrogen pollution. Nitrogen is a dangerous pollutant, affecting our oceans, altering ocean ecosystems, and contributing to global warming. The Ocean River Institute provides opportunities to make a difference and encourages people to go the distance for savvy stewardship of a greater and bluer planet Earth. Partnered with organizations from Massachusetts to Florida, Alaska to the Caribbean, the Ocean River Institute's mission is to foster involvement in conservation and environmental monitoring by facilitating grassroots efforts at local and regional levels. Hello, I'm Rob Moyer of the Ocean River Institute. Please visit our website at oceanriver.org. Sign up for free e-alerts. You may call us at 617-661-6647. Our email address is info at Ocean River. Become informed and then act with us. Thank you. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Weight No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Weight No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Weight No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Weight No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. 
You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we're talking about forgiveness. And uh, the phone lines are open. Call in at 866-451-1451 with your questions or thoughts. Just before the break, we were talking about why forgiveness is important, and I was sharing some of the findings that the Mayo Clinic has found uh, when somebody does forgive. And some of the other things that they found, in addition to uh, positive impact on your immune system and your heart and your anxiety level, is a reduction in chronic pain uh, when chronic pain is due to psychological problems because you're not holding on to negative feelings. It can help reduce your chronic pain. It can bring about uh, healthier relationships with friends and family, since there's no more drama or grudges that are being held on to, and improved mental health, improved self-esteem, and improved spiritual well-being. In fact, uh, Dr. Bernie Siegel, who's a well-known writer and surgeon uh, from Yale University, stated that he had collected 57 extremely well-documented cancer miracles. And what he found being consistent with these patients who had recovered from cancer was that they all at a certain moment in time decided that the anger and depression that they were holding on to was not the best way to go since they were dying from cancer. And so they went from holding on to those negative feelings and being unforgiving to choosing to love, care, forgive and release those feelings of anger and depression. And when they did so, they gave up all of those things. When they gave them up, the tumors started to shrink and that's where the miracle came into be. So forgiveness has an incredible impact on our physical body and can help reverse illness. It helps us mentally and emotionally as well. And at a spiritual level, it's aligned with the highest teaching of most, well, I'd say all religions that, uh, that are in our, in our world today. When we don't forgive, we can get so entrenched in the past and what happened that we actually can stop enjoying the life that we have right now. And we can lose our sense of purpose or our alignment with our religious and spiritual beliefs. So forgiveness allows us to have grace, calmness, and love and bring those into our body and our being. We've all had those moments when we felt that feeling of grace and calmness and love. Maybe it's after a loved one has had a really close brush with death and we're filled with love and gratitude, or maybe it's when we see our, our child for the first time, or, you know, we're watching the sunset and it just moves us in such a way uh, that we feel this love and compassion, not only for ourselves, uh, but for others as well. And often this can come up during meditation. But these gifts of grace, love, and tranquility are not only available to us when we have a major life event, such as a near death or a birth of a child, they are available to us every single day when we choose to forgive. So with, with all these benefits that forgiveness brings, why is it so difficult for us to actually go and forgive somebody? Well, from what I've seen, there are a number of different reasons why it can be difficult to forgive. For starters, we may not know how to forgive, and it can feel clumsy or awkward or 
unnatural or even insincere. And we don't like doing things that we don't know how to do. Uh, at some point in our lives, we go from uh, often go from being, you know, a young child who's willing to try anything to someone who says, oh, I don't want to try that because I'm going to look stupid or I feel stupid about it. So this idea of not knowing how to forgive can be one of the drivers for not actually forgiving. We may have held on to something for so long, uh, hurt for so long, that it's become part of who we are. We might have defined ourselves by a situation or experience rather than by the being that we are. So instead of being the human that we are, we become the person that, for example, didn't have the childhood that he or she wanted, or the person that was injured by a, a careless action of another person, or the person who is in an abusive relationship. And we define ourselves by the actual thing that we should forgive in the first place. And by doing so, we define ourselves, our ability of having joy and happiness in our lives, but also define ourselves from our ability to live to our full potential. Another reason why we it may be difficult for us to forgive is that we may be stuck in a cycle of reliving the situation or experience. And it's just become this ongoing mental movie or, or soundtrack in our mind and we don't know how to break out of it. We may not be able to see how our lives could move forward after the experience or situation. Uh, the hurt or pain might be so great uh, that we don't see the future. And while that hurt or pain can diminish over times, there are times where the, the situation is one that causes so much hurt or pain that we can't see our way out. Another reason why it might be difficult to forgive is that we might not think that the other person deserves to be forgiven. Uh, we, we feel that what the person has done to us is so horrible and so grievous that we can't see how they could possibly warrant any type of forgiveness. And Every time we think of the situation, we feel a sense of injustice and aren't willing to forgive the person. We may be filled up with so much bitterness, anger, and hatred that we don't even sense that there could be any light in our lives, uh, let alone extend it out to the person that caused the bitterness, anger, and hatred in the first place. We may be in such a dark place that the concept of forgiveness is about as foreign to us as uh, trying to imagine living on Pluto. And we just have nothing to go by and say, gee, it's not even possible for me to feel good about myself. Or we may feel that somehow by forgiving another person, what we're really saying when we forgive, this is our thought process, is that the situation or experience was okay when in fact it wasn't okay. And that by saying, I forgive you, that we're basically saying, it's okay for you to treat me this way. Uh, nothing is further from the truth when we talk about forgiveness. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about this in a second, but there's a quote by Gandhi that I really love around forgiveness. And he said, the weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is an attribute of the strong. 
And he's completely right. As, as we think about the list of things and reasons why you may not be able to forgive, you can, just, you can start to understand why it takes a lot of courage and strength to forgive. And we'll talk more about that courage and strength that's needed when we come back. Give me a call with your examples and your questions at 866-451-1451. And stay tuned. We'll be right back. Essential Nutrients LLC is the brainchild of entrepreneur Barbara Burns. Inspired by a desire to help others, Barbara worked with a team of scientists to develop unique nutritional liquid supplements with the goal to improve the quality of your life. Glucosamine, zinc, and calcium are essential to well-being, and this is the focus of Essential Nutrients LLC. Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, student, business owner, or homemaker, Essential Nutrients offers products for everyone, including the family pet. And they're easy to take, no pills. Health requires commitment, exercise, a good diet, proper supplementation, and action. So take action today and get your supply of essential liquid nutrients by visiting www.essential-liquids.com. Don't put off your health any longer. Take essential products today and start to measure the difference. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we're talking about forgiveness. And during the break, we had Cindy call in. Cindy, are you still there? I am. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. How are you today? I'm well. I'm well. And thank you again for a wonderful topic on the show. Uh, never can learn and hear and experience enough uh, ways to forgive the various situations that, that come our way in life. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like every day there's an opportunity to learn how to forgive. Undoubtedly. Just to, Undoubtedly. Yeah. Um, as I, as I look back on, uh, my, my own opportunities, I'll call them opportunities, uh, to forgive over the course of my life. The one thing that you had mentioned about, uh, you know, we look for retribution and all of those things that you think of when someone has done you wrong or a situation has done, done us wrong and the exhaustion that that takes, uh, that I've yeah. noticed in myself in my own life, the burden of carrying all of that, um, that yes. you want to, uh, you want to cause someone else harm that has caused you pain or harm. So as I've gotten a little older, I'm get a little tired of carrying all that around. So I've thought about, and I was taking notes in your earlier segment about, you know, forgiving myself for my choice of being in whatever it was that went south, whether that was mm. a job or a relationship or a circumstance. And how did I not forgive myself sooner after 
the situation uh, dissolved and went bad. And I wrote down because I wasn't strong enough. And then it was so wonderful because you had recited the quote from Gandhi about, you know, forgiveness is an attribute of the strong. And, and uh, I think uh, more than ever for myself and maybe a lot of the people that listen to your show, it's the care and the concern for ourselves, the gentleness when something awful happens in those moments rather yeah. than rally and be angry and want to just cause the other individual or situation harm to rally those forces around protecting ourselves during that time. So we can't get strong enough quicker to forgive because ultimately that's the goal. Right. 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 And and you're, 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 you're so right, Cindy, this idea of loving ourselves enough to forgive ourselves and then being able to extend it out is, I think it's something a lot of people, you know, can learn. And, and it takes so much strength because you have to be able to say, just like you did, I am not going to carry this burden of hating another person or wishing them, you know, wishing they got hit by a bus or whatever it is we're thinking about them. It takes a lot of strength to be able to say, I am not going to carry that. Right. I'm going to let that go and, and let whatever an individual may feel, higher power, God, universe, that will take care of itself. I don't need to be in charge of that. And all that I can do is to try to be in charge of me, which often days I can't really even do that successfully. But if I know that, I wish I knew this when I was younger, because certainly I think in our youth, we, we want to harm the situation that has harmed us. Um, and that caught, you know, and then we figure out as we get a little older that that's just so not spiritually healthy, physically healthy, healthy in any way at all. But we did have a role in choosing to be part of it. And as I've gotten older, I've tried to be more self-reflective and look at my own role. I chose to be in that relationship or I chose to stay in that job or I chose to have that neighbor or I chose to interact with that circumstance. And now I have to forgive myself for that choice. Right, right. And, you know, even when we're in bad situations, like in that job or in that relationship or, or whatever it is, there's, there's always a lesson or something for us that we can walk away and say, okay, I, I would never want to do that again. And I, you know, I have forgiven myself or I've forgiven the other person from whatever it was that, you know, happened, but man, I learned something about myself and can I bring that forward? Yes, uh, completely. And I've even thought when people have said it to me, when I've been really uh, downtrodden and hurt, I've said back, well, I don't need to learn any more lessons. I am 40 something years old or I am 50 something years old. I am done. No, you don't really get done. I don't think until the last breath comes, uh, there's always opportunity for learn, but for learning, but I've thought of, you're right. I wouldn't want to redo this situation, but what did it lead me to next? If I hadn't yeah. been in that, whatever it, right. that was, what did it lead me to next? And often we don't know that answer quickly. We want that answer quickly, but we don't have it. And that's for me where I've got to kind of pull in and stay still and try yes. to get strong so I don't carry whatever it is with me and keep my eyes and ears open to see what's going to happen next. Like the movie of your own life, that awful thing that I need to forgive myself for being part of, what is it leading me to next? And that's the cool thing. I think when we look back on our life, how life makes sense. But the interesting challenge for me and maybe a lot of your listeners is 
uh, to do that right now. Like, okay, I'm, you know, if you're in something ugly right now, in the moment, something yeah. ugly maybe just ended, right, then okay, let's keep our eyes and ears open to see where is the lazy river going to lead me to next in the, yeah. in the movie of my life our lives. And, um, you know, I work on getting, trying to get better with that. Certainly, you know, fail at that a lot of days, most days, but, um, it's, it's a work in progress. So again, a wonderful show, Jennifer, it's this, this format and this uh, platform and the content is uh, magnificent. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for calling in. I love your perspective. And, I know I've said this before, but I love when you call in, it's great having this conversation. So thank you. You're welcome. My pleasure. And thank you. All right. We'll talk soon. So Cindy mentioned, you know, a lot of the ways that you need to bring courage and strength forward when you think about forgiveness. Uh, we, before the break, we were talking about the reasons why you may not forgive. Uh, one is, you know, if you don't know how, well, it takes a lot of courage to learn something new and put it into practice. Um, this, this thought of you can't teach an old dog new tricks is, you know, is false, but it's scary and it's bumpy and it's uncomfortable. And so learning the courage to learn is one thing that forgiveness takes. It takes courage to release something that we've held onto uh, tightly and for so long. Cindy did a great job of explaining how much relief comes when we release it. But we may be used to carrying it almost like a, a teddy bear or a security blanket for how we view the world. And so releasing that uh, takes courage and strength. It takes courage to break out of a, a familiar pattern, even if that pattern is uncomfortable for us, uh, and see that there's a new way that we can live. Uh, it takes courage to trust that there is life after whatever this event or situation is, and and that we can move forward, even if that first step is a blind step and we don't know what it is going to be. We're going to take another quick break here. When we come back, we'll talk more about the courage and forgiveness and then start looking into how we go about forgiving. Uh, if you have questions or comments, give me a call here at 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia daly Life is a renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daily Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. 
frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I am your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we're talking about forgiveness, and we were just talking about the courage it takes to actually practice forgiveness. Um, and, you know, one of the one major stumbling block of forgiveness is this idea of uh, injustice and uh, a feeling that the other person who has done us wrong doesn't deserve forgiveness. And in the light of such a mindset, it truly does take strength of conviction and courage and a trust in, I'll say, a higher power um, to build up that capability within ourselves to offer forgiveness even when we don't think the person deserves it. And we'll, I'll share some examples of that uh, in a little bit here. It also takes courage to trust that through whatever it is we're feeling in the moment by the situation, whether it's bitterness, anger, hurt, pain, it takes trust and conviction to know that behind those clouds of those feelings, there is sunshine, there's joy and light and laughter. And even though we can't see them, much as we can't see the sun on a cloudy day, that it's there for us once we can work through the pain of the situation and forgive another person. And it takes courage to set our own boundaries and stick to them. So when we forgive somebody for an interaction or a situation, as I mentioned before, it doesn't mean that we're saying what you did to me was okay. What I'm saying is I forgive you for the action, but we also need to set boundaries to make sure that that doesn't happen again. So it takes courage to do that and stick to those boundaries uh, when we're interacting with other people. So how do you forgive? What, what are the steps to forgive? And there's, you know, there's a number of different ways to get started on forgiveness. And I'm going to share a, a bunch of different ideas. And, and my suggestion would be, you know, try one. And if it doesn't work, try another. Um, you'll, you'll find what fits for you and what feels authentic. Uh, forgiveness, like everything else in life, is a process. And it's one that you need to practice. And it's one that where you may need to employ several different techniques over time to truly forgive uh, a situation or an individual. So one thing you might want to do is start with just one thing. Uh, you may have a whole list of things that you need to forgive. Start with one. And um, that way you're not feeling overwhelmed by the number of things you need to forgive. It can help you feel a little bit more prepared. And if at all possible, start with one thing that feels, uh, I'm going to say, smaller or less hurtful or less significant in your life. So maybe it's a, a careless comment by a coworker as opposed to forgiving your spouse for infidelity, right? Those are two very different, uh, different situations. So work on forgiving that small thing first so that you can feel a sense of accomplishment, so you can practice and have... Um, confidence and courage to then move on to whatever the next thing is in your life that you need to forgive. 
another thing you can do to forgive is to consciously choose to forgive. It's a mindset. And sometimes just making that shift in your mindset can empower you enough and can shift your feelings enough that you can start to forgive. Being mindful is a third way that you can start to forgive. So being mindful means being being aware of what's going on in your own mind. So when you start reliving that hurtful situation, recognize that you're doing it. Stop, be loving and nurturing to yourself, right? This is not an opportunity for you to beat yourself up and say, why are you doing that? Because that leads to more stress and more anxiety and perhaps makes it difficult for you to forgive yourself for continually thinking about the situation. So recognize that when you are doing this, when you're reliving the situation in your mind, you're giving more power to that situation which is already past, it's in the past, it's no more. And you're keeping yourself in a victim mode or in a mode of hurting yourself. Take several deep breaths, send love to yourself, again, nurture yourself. See yourself as the strong survivor that you are because that situation is in the past, you've gotten through it, you've survived it. And you know, send love to yourself and if possible, send it to the other person involved in the situation. Asking for help is another way that you can move towards forgiveness. So maybe there's a close friend or a family member or, you know, asking from a higher power, asking God or Buddha or Muhammad or Allah or your guides or the universe to help you recognize when you're holding on to something and then work with you to help you release it. Um, if necessary, ask for help from a professional if, if none of these work. Writing is another way to help help with uh, the forgiveness process. Write down your feelings, memories, your fears associated with the situation. Be as detailed as, as you want and can be and get everything onto the paper. Um, express how it made you feel. Express uh, you know, what it's done to your life since the, the situation. Express every emotion you have about it. And then create a ceremony to release the hurt and eliminate it from your life. So one way to do that is to take that piece of paper or pieces of paper that you've written on and burn them while asking for love to come in, in place of all of the emotions that you've just released through the burning of the paper. Employing empathy can also help. Uh, so ask yourself why someone would, would do what was done. Uh, the person who did whatever it was, ask, why would they do that? Uh, try to put yourself into that other person's shoes and see if you can see the situation from their perspective. You know, ask yourself, what is going on in their lives? You may not know all the answers, right? Uh, but see if you can find a reason for their actions. Uh, sometimes just by having that ability to understand why someone might act the way they did can allow you to say, oh, I get it and I can forgive them. Reminding yourself that we're all human and that we all make mistakes can also help. So this idea of self-compassion, which Cindy uh, brought up when she called in, uh, bringing that self-compassion to yourself uh, allows you to look at ways that you have hurt others and made mistakes and ways that you have hurt yourself and made mistakes and recognizing that when you're human and everyone else is human, then 
We all make mistakes. And that, again, can allow you to begin to forgive. Sending love to yourself and to the other person. Uh, love is one of the most powerful things out there. So asking, you know, through your love for yourself and by sending it to the other person, asking love to help you release your pain and open the door to forgiveness. Look for the gift in the situation. Maybe there's something you learned and that will allow you to feel gratitude. And with gratitude, then you can forgive and release. We're going to continue talking about ways to forgive when we come back after the break. If you have any questions or thoughts, give me a call here at 866-451-1451. We'll be right back. America is out of control. Today's capitalism and the approach to money is in fact the symptom of a more widespread pattern of excessive behavior. In his book, The Culture of Excess, How America Lost Self-Control and Why We Need to Redefine Success, clinical psychologist Dr. Jay Slosar portrays an America where excess fuels the drive to succeed. Dr. Slosar examines the cultural factors that lead to excess ranging from obesity to fraud to pervasive budget deficits. His book examines the powerful economic and social factors and their impact on our psychological well-being. Dr. Slosar explores the psychological impact of increasing narcissism, perfectionism, self-destruction, and our identity confusion. He offers recommendations for helping Generation Me become Generation We. Those who resist Slosar's message will want to avoid his discussion of regulation and his recent message that at this point, democracy must be more important than today's capitalism. Get his book now online or by visiting thecultureofexcess.com. French Rastafarian baker Chef Hugues Mott is a fourth-generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Sheikh Uvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Ugmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefoug.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appétit and bless up. Welcome back. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and today we're talking about forgiveness. And just before the break, we were talking about different ways that we can uh, get into the mindset of forgiveness and start to open the door to forgiveness. Um, a few more ways that we can forgive is, uh, this is the most obvious one, is to actually say it, uh, to look the person in the eye who hurt you and say, I forgive you and say it from your heart. If you are beating yourself up about something, look at yourself in the mirror and make eye contact and say the same words and do so without any expectation that the person you're forgiving changes their behavior or, or says they're sorry but to do so wholly just from your own heart. If nothing else works uh, or the situation seems to be too big for you to forgive, the, the one other thing that I would suggest you do is surrender. Surrender to the situation. And last week, uh, two weeks ago, we talked about surrender uh, on this show. 
recognize as best you can that the event is in the past and that it's over. Ask a higher power or your higher self to remove the burden for you and just surrender to the moment that you are in. And I'm going to give you an example, a deeply personal example from my life uh, for a hurt that was too big for me to forgive on my own. When I was 19 years old, I was raped. Um, I didn't know my attacker and he had brute strength and the element of surprise on his side. Um, The event left me traumatized. And I spent several years dealing with a a wide range of emotions and energy around it. Um, I I definitely had PSTD after the event and had horrible flashbacks. And it really made it difficult for me to be out in social situations and, and be in places where I didn't feel safe. So initially, after after the attack, I was not in a place to even think about or even consider forgiveness for my attacker. Um, it just, I was in a dark place and it, there was no way it was going to happen. But as, as time went on and I began to work through my, my trauma of the attack, um, I came to the realization that I didn't want this event to define my life in a negative way going forward. I didn't want to be a victim. I didn't want to just be, you know, the the young woman who was attacked and raped and never had a life after that. So I I realized that um, the only way to move forward and to feel whole and complete was to forgive. And, you know, Cindy mentioned, you know, being in a situation, I, I had to forgive myself for being in a situation where I could be victimized that way. And I had to forgive myself for continuing to hold on to that situation. So I started by stopping uh, the reliving of the event in my mind. It was over. It was done. Uh, I refused to keep living it every day. And whenever I found myself thinking about it, I consciously replaced the thought with another, a, a different, more positive thought uh, that I had come up with as a, as a fallback when I found myself thinking about it. And it was, it was amazing what started to happen because as I began thinking less and less about the event, uh, I found myself feeling more in control of my life. I didn't have as many feelings of anxiety or stress or fear. Uh, and, and that was really helpful for me. I, I, was, I was able to feel um, more like who I was prior to the attack. But I still hadn't gotten to the place of forgiveness. And um, I struggled, I, I really struggled to come up with a way uh, and a reason why somebody would attack another like that. And even today, I still can't come up with a reason why somebody would do that. And because I couldn't come up with a reason, I couldn't easily forgive. So even though I had consciously moved past the situation, um, I hadn't been able to fully release it. And eventually I realized that I would never understand what was going on in my attacker's mind. And I chose to surrender to the situation. I chose to accept the fact that it had happened, that it was in the past, that I had done everything I could uh, to forgive myself. And I'd done everything I could in that moment to prevent what had happened from happening. And, um, and I asked a higher power to help me, uh, because I knew I could never do it alone. And it took time. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't like, you know, I said all that and 
then voila, I was, you know, back to my full self. But when I surrendered like that, um, my whole being did get lighter. I released more and more of the burden. And, you know, at one point I woke up and it was no longer an issue in my life. Today, you know, I rarely think about about it. I brought it up just to, to talk about forgiveness today. But when I do, there's a neutrality about the whole situation. It doesn't trigger an emotional response anymore. It doesn't trigger any type of pain. Uh, if anything, it reminds me of how strong I am and how courageous I am and how capable I am of overcoming some of the most difficult things in life. Um, and I feel that that's all healthy. So this situation, this this event in my life that was such a horrible one is one with time that I learned how to forgive and, and move on from. And here's the really neat thing about forgiveness. When you are able to forgive and once you start forgiving uh, and it becomes more of a, a way of life for you, it becomes easier over time and you, you almost hardwire yourself to forgive. Um, you find that things that happen in your life, even some horrible things that happen in your life, don't impact you as negatively or as long as perhaps they might have if you weren't a forgiving type of person. So, for example, um, when I had my accident a few years ago where I was walking across the street and the guy in the minivan hit me, at that point I had made forgiveness a practice in my life. And, you know, granted, I'm not always perfect about it because I am human, but I, I try to be much more aware and much faster to move to forgiveness so that I'm not carrying something I don't have to. And after my accident, uh, a lot of my friends and family were pretty angry, understandably, at, at the guy who hit me. Uh, they love me and they don't want to see me being in pain. And some of them even talked about revenge. And there was a lot of negative emotion directed towards this guy that hit me. And I had already chosen before that not to succumb to these feelings of anger and started to look for ways to forgive right as at the site of the accident. And I'll share how I did that when we come back from our break. If you have any questions, give me a call at 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. Global Glory, that's the work of Dr. Marina McLean, COO of Global Glory, whose calling is to serve God. A first-generation British-born Londoner of Jamaican descent, Dr. McLean inherited the hunger for the Word from her father, who was a Bible teacher. Growing up, her home was filled with missionaries from the Caribbean islands and America, and she travels the world preaching the gospel. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in theology and an honorary doctorate of divinity and Christian counseling from Friends International Christian University. Dr. McLean is also a songwriter and recording artist, and her songs are written during summits and conferences in the presence of God. She's recorded three worship albums to date and is in ministry for 28 years alongside her husband, Dr. Rennie McLean, who shares her passion. Visit www.globalglory.org or on Facebook at Global Glory. Call 866-244-5679 and feel the glory. 
Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Welcome back. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and today we're talking about forgiveness. And just before the break, I was talking about how once you start forgiving, it becomes easier over time, and you actually can help yourself deflect the hurts before they take hold in your body. And that's exactly what I did with my accident. As I was laying in the road, uh, being tended by the paramedics, uh, you know, the man, I started to look for the gift so that I wouldn't have a lot of anger and hurt while I was physically healing from the accident. And the man who hit me had a lot of strikes against him. He had no driver's license. He had no insurance. He borrowed the, the minivan. It had no insurance. He was legally blind in one eye and he was an undocumented immigrant. So he had a whole bunch of strikes against him. But what I recognized was that he stopped and he tried to help me. And I held on to that. And that gift that he, you know, stopped and tried to help me and it truly was an accident, allowed me to start forgiving even before I had the opportunity for feelings of being a victim or feelings of being emotionally or mentally hurt took hold. Now, what if you're the person who needs forgiveness for something? How do you go about doing that? Start first by acknowledging to yourself that you may have caused pain to another person. Uh, look at the situation from the other person's point of view and try to understand how what you did might have caused pain. Uh, be gentle with yourself during that process. Again, we have to love ourselves and forgive ourselves, and we all make mistakes. And then, you know, if you can do it, apologize to the other person for your actions. Sometimes it's not per possible. Perhaps the person has passed on or whatever. But if you can, apologize ideally in person. But if, you know, by phone or letter is an alternative as well. When you do so, don't try to come up with excuses for your actions or try to justify what you did. Instead, just apologize, express your remorse for your words or your actions with an open heart. Come from a place of love uh, rather than trying to justify and be willing to acknowledge and accept that the other person may or may not accept your apology. Um, you cannot control how that person responds to your apology. All you can do is apologize and then release the burden you've been carrying of the pain that you've caused another person. Um, that will allow you to move forward. 
Yeah, and sometimes when you are ready to apologize, the person who is being apologized to isn't ready to hear that or isn't ready to accept it. And they may need a little bit more time. Give them that time. If it never comes, it never comes, but you may be pleasantly surprised. Um, remember to forgive yourself as well. I'm going to say that again. Cindy brought that up a couple times when she called in. If the other person doesn't accept your apology, continue to work to release any of the pain or the guilt uh, or any of the feelings you may have because of your actions and what you did. Um, think through some of the ideas that we, we talked about earlier about how to forgive, to forgive yourself. And then look for the life lesson for you from the situation that you were in and bring that lesson forward in your life. Again, we are all human. So if you can learn a lesson from a time that you've made a mistake and unintentionally or intentionally hurt somebody, how can you bring that forward and say, I'm not going to do that again? And if you can take it even a step forward, even broader, and say, how can I bring this forward to help other people not make the same mistakes? And that is a beautiful gift that you've received from a situation uh, that needed forgiving. I want to thank everybody for for joining us today. Uh, if you had any questions today that you didn't have a chance to ask, shoot me an email at admin at spiritevolution.co. And while you're there, check out my website. There's a lot of blogs and postings on forgiveness and other topics around courageous living. I've got a really great uh, online course that I highly recommend and that my that clients who have taken it have recommended as well that you might want to check out. Next week, we are going to talk about owning our own lives. So I look forward to having you join me and have a great week. Thanks. This has been Living a Courageously Authentic Life with host Jennifer Monahan. Listen each week as Jennifer helps you get down to the core of who you are, discover and connect to your inner spark, and bring that forward consistently and consciously in your day-to-day life. Here on Jennifer Monahan's Living a Courageously Authentic Life. been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.